The following program contains themes and images that may not be suitable for most audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok under the name Panda Pig Inc. And be sure to like this video, subscribe, and ring the bell for more videos. Are you ready for some true crime? Alright, we gonna wrap up this commentary, mm-hmm. and now we're gonna get into the true crime segment. So okay. What you it's, got? it's not too long of one. I will not be showing pictures again um, for reasons that will be explained as we okay. go on. Um, okay. So, 44-year-old Ann Hoover, she's the eldest of three siblings living in South Oakland, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in 1997. She's 44? Yeah. Okay. So Hoover has a degree in music from Marietta College, played the piano, and um, gave out lessons for the piano. Her great loves were her family in Ross and her animals. She in particular had a dog that she loved. I think they said it was a poodle. Um, she made a habit of rescuing and caring for abused animals. Oh, yes, including her blind poodle named Nikki, um, who lived with her. She lived in a transitional neighborhood, so it was a time where all of these old houses, like historic homes, were being renovated and upgraded to be more modern. So, by the fact of me giving you this description of Anne, probably tells you that she's going to be the victim of a horrific crime. Um, this is devastating because these traits is like if you and I morphed <laughs> as, a, as, as a lady. If we became, if we were both. If we were a 44 year old woman. If we Power Ranger mighty morphed into a 44 year old woman. 44 year old woman. I would imagine that. We would be piano teachers what? that rescue animals. The helpless ones. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what in the world is this? <laughs> so so this was oh, the no. <laughs> oh no. So this was the first house that Anne owned and she lived in it and it was like an adjoining unit, kind of like a townhouse where you share the wall with another house. Okay. Um and her neighbor was twenty eight year old Ross uh Roy Kirk. Uh since she had owned the property two years prior there were complaints against Roy, um, how he basic based on like how he kept up the property, um, kind of like a pigsty. People didn't really like it. It caused hostility between the neighbors. Um, they would complain to city inspectors, and it was kind of like a point of tension in the neighborhood. So Kirk and Anne, in particular, had been arguing since the pre- previous summer. As Kirk was, you know, supposedly renovating, and Hoover believed that the wor- that the work caused her roof to leak, so what the heck? So she's frustrated. She's at her wit's end. So a city official even said that Kirk had eight thousand dollars in fines against him for the debris Bro. inside and outside, and for removing the roof. Like the building was condemned, and the city planned to demolish it. Because and of it how he's taking care of it. Mm-hmm. Oh my like, goodness! Like he's gonna Dude, renovate, you're but he just costing a whole ass like building. Yeah, it was bad. So, um, they're like, basically, Anne took him to court over it. 
So um, during... Yeah, because she's about to lose her house. Yeah. So during a court hearing two weeks prior, Kirk um, Roy invited Anne over to look at some of the repairs. He told the judge that she didn't want to go in the house. She told the judge that she didn't want to go in Roy's house alone. So there would be a following court hearing where Roy was going to appeal um, what had happened, and that was set for March 25th at the Allegheny Court, County Courthouse. But on March 25th, neither Anne nor Roy showed up to court on the Yikes. 25th for the appeal. So, okay. so police called Anne's house, but nobody answers. And when they couldn't find her, they asked another neighbor and they suggested that they look at Roy's house. Okay. Oh. So, um, yeah. <laughs> her mother was very, like, concerned. I the don't fact. know how I feel about your pause. <laughs> You're like, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Um... so the mother was very, her mother was very concerned that she didn't show to court. Like, it was not like her. She loved that house so much, and she was very interested in keeping up the appearance of the neighborhood and, and making the homes look beautiful. She was passionate about this home. Yeah, so the fact that she didn't show up to court, everybody immediately knew that something was wrong. Um, and they were, her mom, like, felt some regret because Anne, a friend was supposed to, you know, bring Anne, and... They had, like, driven separately to court or whatever, so there's a little bit of regret there, but um, but it, it caught everybody off guard. So when the police entered the building of Roy's house, they said it was pretty bleak and condemned. Uh, Roy asked why the police were there, and uh, Officer Drudy said he was there to ask why Kirk wasn't in court. Um, the officer asked a different officer to stay with Roy as he went to look through the rest of the home. So was he able he, to go through the home like that? A uh, reasonable suspicion is what he's got and um Kirk allowed it to happen. Oh, okay. You know, so um and um uh, so when Officer Drudy was walking into the home Roy was walking from a different direction. So when the other officer is sedaning with with Roy, Officer Drudy decides to walk in that direction where Roy was coming from. So he's looking. So he he follows like this electrical cord uh, that's connected to some portable lights, and he sees an electrical saw. Uh, and when the officer was looking off to the far corner on the left, he saw what he thought was a mannequin. And when he looks further, he sees that it's actually a woman, a human woman. What the fuck? In the corner. So Officer Drudy goes back to meet with the other officers where Roy is, and they have Roy arrested and put in the back of a van. Um, his hands and his feet were shackled in the van um he was barefoot and like you know he had some he had long, i guess i'm describing to him he had long hair and he's in a ponytail so he gets put in the back of this car 
and the um police station's only like five minutes away so why they take him away they go the forensic team arrives and goes down into the basement to examine the body of Anne. The body was dismembered. Her head was extensively battered, like beaten. With like, multi- did they know immediately like this was Anne? Yeah, like, they, they could identify her face. Um, oh, damn. With multiple fractures and lacerations on her face and her head from the blunt force injuries, there was also a noose around her neck. When the, forensic, when the forensic team looked up near her body, they found a hole in the wall. Because the home was a connected unit, the cellars of both the homes shared a wall. Roy had removed enough bricks that he could fit his body through the other side. So he fuck? went through his what? wall. Into Anne's home, caught her off guard, threw the noose around her neck, choking her and beating her. Once she was dead, he pulled her back through the wall into his own basement and dismembered her body. Bro. Yeah. She minding her business. He said, I'm going to fuck up my house even more. Just to go into your house, bro. Mm-hmm. What? Pulled, like, brick by brick. Like, pulled out bricks. Nani? To make a tunnel into her home. Yo. Yes. He's wild. So, meanwhile, like, I remember I told you how They're Roy already is- dealing with the house is messed up. He said, I'm gonna mess up my house more. Mm-hmm. Just to get her. But, like, the what? fear that your neighbor you're just chilling crawls into your home and yes. chokes you out, catching you off guard. It makes me think guard. of my book. <laughs> yeah. How he just breaks into the mm-hmm. Okay, so you remember how I said Roy was being driven to the police and that the yes. police station was about five miles away. So his hands and his feet were tied. So yeah. once they arrive at the station, about 10.41 in the morning, when they open up the back doors, they see that Roy has hung himself. What? Right? You're like, how? There's this huge conspiracy about it. His family was incredibly skeptical. They felt like the police set this up. They're like, how on earth could he actually kill himself? His hands and his feet were shackled. Well, the officers attempted to recreate the scenario, and they figured out that it's entirely most probable and likely that he killed himself. So he, there are like some grates, um, like the like the doors of the of the van, like were grated. So mm-hmm. what he did was he got up on his knees, and with his hands behind his back, he shimmied his belt buckle to the back of his pants, unlooped his belt, and unclasped it, and then fastened it to the grating on the door in a loop, slipped his head through, and then leaned forward to kill himself and asphyxiate and, 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 uh, and kill himself in the van. 
What the? What? <laughs> yes. What? What? I'm serious. What? Yeah. Bruh. Bruh. Yeah. He said, I'm going to crawl through this wall. I'm going to kill this woman. Oh, I'm going down. I guess I'm going down. Mm-hmm. What? Um, was he on anything? Did they do like um, a toxicology report? You know, I that? don't know. Oh, my goodness. What? Yeah. So he was. Dude. So- yeah, and that was all in the matter of the of the drive over to the police station. Yeah. It's like he was insane, but incredibly smart. Yes. He made a tunnel. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. I'm, dude, I'm mind blown right now. That's insane. Yes. Yes. He was going through some mental shit, yo. There well, is- yeah. Bruh. I'm like, dude, why are you renovating homes? Like, go see a therapist. Move away, bro. Yeah, live in an apartment, that? dude. Live in a place you don't have to renovate. Go live in a motel or something. Damn. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And like that. I said, his family was super skeptical of how he died, but... Um, you know, the police officers kind of recreated the scenario to see if it was probable the way that that happened. And they're like, yeah. Yeah, if you're if you was determined. I don't really know if they had like, a, I don't. Well, they don't really say if there was if he had like a like a reason for them to kill him. You know, it's yeah. Like, so if mm-hmm. there is more reason as to why there the conspiracy would make sense as to why the authorities would kill him. I'd believe it, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, bro. Yeah, so um, her, Anne's dad, Thomas Hoover, said, um, I still don't believe it. I might wake up. He basically, um, you know, their her family was obviously devastated about what happened and, and how she how she left. Um, he said, it's been one fine by the city after another until it adds up to what we have today two lives gone one that was worthwhile in my mind the other i'm not sure this is insane um in particular mary ann what do you say that's insane yeah yeah mary ann anderson um later years later i don't think I wrote down what year, but essentially, um, old friends donate, uh, Marian Anderson donated five acres of property in Ross for a community park. And they basically, um, it's like a memorial to Ann Hoover and like, uh, what she did for the community. You know, she was very well-loved she was you know a babysitter she was um a part of you know people's music program she was raising animals you know um her family good deeds everyone appreciated her so yeah yeah she was very very well-loved um they said in particular um 
her mother said she was a fine music- musician and helped raise funds for the Pittsburgh Symphony. She loved animals, especially her poodle, Nikki. Um, my faith has gotten to me at this point, then my family, of course, and my friends, but faith first for, you know, how she survived the death of her daughter. Um, they sold Anne's house, obvious, for, <laughs> for obvious reasons. Yeah, there's um, a tunnel now. <laughs> yeah, they said that it was so beautiful and we had worked on so much of it together. It had a great view. It was also a great house for parties. There was lots of laughter. Anne's Steinway piano is now at her mother's home, but nobody plays it. Her mom says, maybe I'll play, I'll start to play a little soon. She said, you know, I have no doubt that I will see Anne again. I truly believe that. Damn. Yeah, and that, uh, that's the story of the death, uh, the murder, suicide of Anne Hoover and Roy Kirk. That's insane, yo. Yeah, That's, so um, there was um, what something was the... something simple that escalated so much, and it really led to something deadly. Like that's wow. Mm-hmm. The show that I watched for <laughs> uh the episode was on YouTube and I just clicked on it and it got taken down because I can't remember the name of the show that I used as a reference but I found the clip of it on YouTube I can't remember the name of it but there was a show I want to say like in the 90s kind of forensic file style that did like a six minute clip on it and you know as always I'll put my um, resources in the description Um, but yeah this is such a crazy case obviously my connection was the fact that uh, you know there's a tunnel involved now granted the tunnel was between two homes um but blunt force trauma obviously but just a wild scenario it was very wild like dude that's unfortunate that's that's another psychological thriller right there for sure like i was already thinking of my book i'm like yo Mm mm-hmm that's wow that's a twist that's wild huh yeah so that's that's the story of the of the death of uh, the murder of ann hoover and the suicide of roy kirk and the end of our of our true crime episode i hope y'all found it fascinating i Mm -hmm. hope y'all enjoyed this episode and happy mother's day Mm -hmm. weekend to all the beautiful mothers out there Happy we love you all. Mm-hmm. Mother's you. Day. I love you all. I love you, Mom. Mm-hmm. My mom. I love you, Mom. I love you, you Mom. You the bomb.com. We come to Mother's Day. We thank all the mothers. <laughs> and Y'all go through so much. Mm-hmm. We appreciate. Yep, and we only have um, five episodes left in this season. I can't believe it's gone yes, by so do. fast. It's insane. So but, thank y'all mm-hmm. for sticking around with us. We appreciate very much. Yep. We'll be back next week with the skull in the desert. Yes, we will. And we'll catch y'all then. Alright. Bye. I'm leaving now. Goodbye. I'm going I'm going to I'm, bed. I'm, I'm so tired. I'm leaving now. Good Goodbye. good night. Good night, good sir. Good morning. Good morning. Good evening. Goodbye. Elfie. Next week on The Heart and the Bones. 
mm-hmm. and she decides she's gonna write everything positive in there, good things, you know, memories, whatever. And cool. Next mm-hmm. page. Alicia was 33 years old when she murdered her husband. <laughs> Nani? Why did she murder her husband? 